This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, September 21st. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom jammed climate bills. GOP will use its cloud on climate regs. And Manchin backs Labor Wage and Hour Division nominee. Newsom admits to jamming climate bills to avoid scrutiny. Governor Newsom, who is in New York City for Climate Week, took part in the Clinton Global Initiative's annual meeting on climate action yesterday. Opening the conference, the governor acknowledged the challenge of passing progressive climate legislation even in a legislature dominated by a Democratic supermajority. I had to jam them in our last few weeks of session to get four priority climate bills passed, said Newsom. Had I not done that, all these special interests would have prevailed again to deny and delay. Remember, Newsom took heat from lawmakers and stakeholders for inserting the bills at the 11th hour without any opportunity for the public to weigh in through committee hearings. Republicans levied the same criticism on budget trailer bills, too, large to adequate cover a single committee hearing. California eases drug testing for marijuana. Governor Newsom this week signed a measure to bar employers from testing workers for cannabis through blood or urine samples. Proponents described the practice as discriminating against employees for cannabis use off the job. Agricultural organizations joined the coalition of business groups to oppose the measure. The bill allows for saliva testing, but employers called that problematic due to supply chain restrictions and a lack of testing facilities. They worried it would hamper efforts to provide safe, drug-free workplaces. The California Chamber of Commerce charged that employers would face liability for legitimate disciplinary measures against employees. The business advocate argued marijuana should be elevated to a legally protected status above comparable drugs like alcohol. Thune, GOP will use its clout on climate regs. No matter what happens in November, it won't be easy for congressional Republicans to block the Biden administration's regulatory agenda. But Senate Republicans do have some ability to block or delay nominations, a source of clout that will be significantly enhanced. The GOP wins control of the chamber in the midterm election. We have some influence and some leverage points there. Senate GOP Whip John Thune of South Dakota said in an event sponsored by Punchbowl News yesterday, one area that Republicans will target is the administration's efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, including a plan by the Securities and Exchange Commission to force companies to track and disclose emissions from their supply chains. There are small lenders in places like South Dakota really worried about what this is going to mean, Thune said, suggesting methane emissions from cattle could be used to prevent producers from getting loans. Manchin backs Labor Wage and Hour Division nominee. Senator Joe Manchin said he would support the Biden administration's choice to head the Labor Department's Wage and Hour Division. It oversees the H-2A farm worker program positive sign for the second nominee for the position. The West Virginia Democrat, along with Arizona Democrats Kirsten Simita and Mark Kelly, voted against the previous nominee, David Wheel. The new pick is WHD Principal Deputy Administrator Jessica Lumen. Manchin's remarks came at an International Franchise Association conference, according to a Bloomberg report. IFA had strongly opposed Wheel. Thompson 
NRCS technical service provider program is broken. House Ag Committee Ranking Member Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania said yesterday the Natural Resources Conservation Service technical service provider program is broken. Thompson, speaking at a Conservation and Forestry Subcommittee hearing, said Congress needs to look at ways to improve the program so it has enough technical capacity on the ground. The program makes conservation technical experts available to help farmers with projects. I take note, Michael Crowder, president of the National Association of Conservation Districts, said at a hearing that staffing is one issue hindering the program. He did note, however, that NACD has been working with USDA to provide conservation technical assistance grants, which conservation districts can use to hire staff. Thompson, other House Republicans, provide WOTUS input to EPA and CORE. A group of high-ranking House Republicans is urging EPA not to stray beyond congressional authority in defining waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act. And a letter to EPA Administrator Michael Regan and Assistant Secretary of the Army for Several Works, Michael Connor, 15 ranking members of House committees, including Representative Thompson of House Ag, reiterated their call to halt any WOTUS rulemaking until after the Supreme Court issues a decision and a Clean Water Act case being argued next month. They also said EPA should take into account the Supreme Court's decision in West Virginia versus EPA, limiting EPA authority to regulate greenhouse gases from coal-fired power plants. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers plan to issue a final rule establishing their jurisdiction for WOTUS before the end of the year, after the Supreme Court's arguments, but before the court issues a decision. U.S. Global Leadership Coalition takes global food security message to the United Nations. It's United Nations General Assembly Week in New York, and a coalition of more than 500 American businesses and nonprofit organizations has a message for visiting dignitaries from around the globe. Food security equals national security. U.S. Global Leadership Coalition with diverse members such as Cargill, Pepsi Company, Syngenta Seed, UPS, Coca-Cola, Walmart, and Save the Children took a full-page ad in the Wall Street Journal drawing attention to their message that global food security is necessary for local stability. The ad highlights the new U.S. GLC effort, Farmers for Prosperity, a network of agribusiness leaders committed to harnessing all American resources to feed the world. Here's today's He Said It. Mega drought impacts megawatts. That Governor Newsom describing how the drought has impacted energy production as well as California's agricultural economy. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, September 21st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.